what did Sistema offer to you that you felt wasn't there from other things? That's easy to answer. Freedom, really. Uh, I was, I mean, when you did a couple of martial arts, uh, you're always in this uh, dogmas. This is Glenn Murphy with NC Sistema, and this is Sistema for Life. Mike, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Great, uh, great to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I've been, been wanting to talk to you for uh, for quite a while, and Martin speaks very highly of, of you, of your skill, your academy, and always really enjoys coming to um, train uh, um over there in Austria so it's uh, and hopefully I'll get a chance to also at some point we're hoping with my family to to visit Germany and maybe Austria uh, next year so um, maybe we can drop in I can get a class yeah absolutely would be awesome to have you here great so for the listeners who don't know you so well can you describe um, yourself a little bit where are you based where do you teach um, and how do people find you uh, yeah, we're based in Austria, in Lower Austria, in in a little city called Krems. It's about eighty kilometers uh, from Vienna, outside of Vienna. Mm. I think Vienna will uh, will be the biggest city in Austria that people know. Yeah. So uh, well, we we train two times a week at my academy in Krems and. You find us on on our homepage at www.kka.com. Gotcha. Let's yeah, say, or on Facebook. Yeah. Grand. And are you um are you the only instructor there? Are you a lead instructor? You have other people teaching other programs. I started the academy with my best friend. He's also the co-owner of the academy, Jürgen Jürgen Kellner. Uh, he's the the business and office mastermind behind it yeah and i'm the, the chief instructor but i have a very good team meanwhile uh, of four four other instructors in training and yeah bro and you um and it seems from um it seems from the from looking at the site and just kind of looking at uh, what you offer that, that you have kind of a, a range of different programs so you have sistema specifically a couple of nights a week but then you have something else called cross-fighting. Can you tell us a little bit about um, what that entails? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, we have we have Sistema two times a week, and uh, cross-fighting is, um, how should I say, uh, cross-fighting is more, more the technical-based stuff, you know. Yeah. Not everyone gets, gets Sistema because we don't have techniques in the sense of way. Uh, so some people need that, okay, put your left foot here, your right foot there, your right arm there, you know, that guidance mm. through, through the techniques. So it's, uh, it's more for the, for the people for the, that need the technical stuff. Yeah. Uh, and it's more uh, fitness-based. So we have the first 30, 40 minutes always some kind of mixed martial arts circle training. Mm. Uh, where we do pad work and with battle ropes and uh, big tires, you know, and and uh, yeah, everything. Yeah, and, yeah. So do you but find? Sorry, yeah. So it's it's based on 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 the same same. Uh, it has the same spot where we want to go. Is it's self defense? So yeah, it's just a mix of of couple different martial arts that I did in the past. 
Gotcha. So you came to Sistema after kickboxing for a bunch of years. I noticed you also have some Wing Chun some, and some military combatives background. Can you tell us a little bit about your uh, your journey through martial arts? Uh, sure, sure. Uh, I started with with six uh, with my uncle in, in karate. He was karate practitioner, uh, uh, but he died very young, so I, I haven't... Uh, possibility to train with him mm. uh but i think my generation like <laughs> everyone grew up in my generation with with bruce lee jackie chan and, yeah and definitely <laughs> these guys you know uh so i get affected in martial arts through my uncle and uh, started with some jiu-jitsu and thai boxing and uh after five years in the army where i started to focus more on, on weapon fighting, knife fighting, gun fighting and stuff like that and military combat stuff. Mm. I I found uh, Wing Chun, uh, trained Wing Chun over, over 10 years and I worked in two good running schools at this time. And yeah, you know, Wing Chun was, was the Bruce Lee sure. <laughs> basic martial arts. So uh, it was for me, you know, I have to do this. Yeah. And <laughs> childhood dream. And, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you see Bruce Lee and Jackie Chan doing their stuff. And so you want, you want to be like them and yeah, um, it worked, worked pretty well. And yeah, I think it was in 2010 or something. Uh, it was the first contact with Sistema. My, I mean, contact a friend came to me and showed me a video <laughs> of uh, it was a compilation of michael rapko and vladimir vasiliev yeah and, what did you make uh, of that <laughs> <laughs> the the first the first thing was what the heck is that you know <laughs> <laughs> uh but i was always the kind of guy i, I told myself okay i, I want to try that I, I have to feel that for myself i want to see if it works on me yeah yeah and uh, so i got infected I, I went to the first seminars and yeah what should i tell you you know seminars of Sistema. yeah <laughs> <laughs> when you when you work with vladimir or, or martin and yeah so they show uh, you that it works. Right, yeah. You get to feel you get the proof in the in the fist. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So uh, so that first seminar was that in Austria or was that one that uh, the either Vladimir or Martin coming to Austria or was that somewhere else? No, no. There weren't at this time there weren't uh, much seminars in Austria. I mean the Sistema community uh is very small in Austria. We have I don't know, a couple of schools, so four or five schools. Yeah. And everyone is, yeah, we have some Weitzel schools from Andreas Weitzel from Germany. Yeah. We have some uh, Karimov, Andre Karimov schools with, yeah. I think, one Kadashnikov school or something. Yeah. And uh, there weren't really seminars, so I had to travel. Uh, to Germany and other countries. Mm. And at this time, in the beginning, uh, it, I was more in the background, let's say that, because I, I still practiced Wing Chun. And I mean, when you did a traditional martial art, you know what I'm talking about. It's, yeah. it's, 
they don't like it uh, when you go to to other seminars. So I was more in the background. Yeah. And uh, yeah, after a couple of seminars, uh, I was infected, and yeah, I, I bought books and and DVDs from Vladimir, and uh, I started training with with my best friend, and yeah, I don't know when you when you work with or when you look at Sistema, uh, you come to Martin Wheeler as well. So yeah. I was on a seminar, I chatted before with him a couple of times and told him I'm a Kung Fu teacher and blah, 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 you know, and he was like, yeah, just come over and it's cool, we'll, we'll have fun. <laughs> <laughs> and I went to the seminar and I mean, <laughs> that was for me the craziest thing ever. He didn't know me, he just know that that I was Kung Fu teacher and had martial arts background and he looked at me and said take a knife and attack me <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah that that's the, the end of the story so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah it's it's funny talking to people on this podcast you know a lot of the conversion experiences and um, often people are introduced through the videos or some image or maybe somebody knows somebody who trained this weird russian martial art but usually the the conversion experience especially for experienced martial artists is either getting punched with like a, a Sistema punch, which just feels in some yeah. way different, you know, to, to boxing punches or you know, kickboxing punches and, and different, not necessarily harder or not necessarily, you know, just different, you know, that has a different right. kind of quality to it or um, some aspect of like, yeah, take a knife and attack me freely. And it's, it seems so alien and so many other martial arts are like, well, how should I attack you? And should I do it slow or should I, you know, <laughs> hold the knife <laughs> like this or do it like this so that you get a chance to show your technique you know this idea of just completely freeform um improvisation is it, it's it's funny how little it's it's emphasized right in in traditional martial yeah, arts exactly exactly that was was my first question to martin how should i attack you yeah. he was there i don't care what yeah. <laughs> yeah we had a so i had two uh my good friends from sistema puerto rico who are also um you know their trainers of FBI and DEA agents up in Washington, D.C. Really nice guys, Ruben Rivera and Rafael Matei. And they came to my place in uh, NC Sistema uh, weekend before last, and they were training and um, and teaching. And, and they said that often when they work with uh, new students, like DEA agents or um, people in military or something where they're teaching defensive tactics, uh, they kind of look at them and they say, you know, they show some sort of knife drill where they're moving very mm -hmm. slowly and they're doing some sensitivity work and the students are like, that's not going to work in the street, you know, it's, that's going to get you killed or something. And they just seem very, very skeptical. And, and Ruben says, said that, you know, his last trip, he literally gave the guy, he pulled out his own knife, which is a real fixed blade knife, sharp, you know, gave it to the yeah. guy and said, come on, just attack me. And the guy's like, I'm not going to do that. And he goes, don't go for my neck or my face, but just do it. Try and stab me. And uh, he used the same methods and disarm the guy and thumped him down and and the guy was like okay all right <laughs> but, it, but it, it wasn't until then that the guy would you know like let go of it and it's, it's interesting to me the the uh the hill you have to get over sometimes you know to mm -hmm. convince people of that it's worth learning you know mm -hmm. yeah 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 that's that's the point in in, in today's time everyone is 
in social media and YouTube and stuff like that and, and watching videos and commenting, but there are not, not so much people that uh, really have the balls and say, okay, I, I go there and, and try yeah. it out. I mean, in a respectful way, not, not in a bully way, sure. in a respectful way. And just, just go to a school or a seminar and try it out. Sistema is open. Yeah. It's open for everyone. Right. Yeah, definitely. So, um, so what do you think has driven your journey through different martial arts? I mean, obviously your early exposure was through family. Um, and then, you know, uh, Wing Chun, maybe wanting to be Bruce Lee <laughs> or Jackie Chan kind of, you know, having that image of, of what it is to be tough and those imageries of growing up. And I did the same thing, you know, I'm a child of the seventies and eighties and I grew up yeah. with that stuff and wanted to, you know, be a ninja or Jackie Chan or something <laughs> at most points. Well, um, and then maybe kind of progressing through the military and kickboxing and getting kind of more of a feel for, you know, what's, what's deeply practical and immediate, like straight away. Um, what, what do you think drew has driven your progression to want to study, um, Sistema? Like what, what drew you, why not settle on Wing Chun or why not settle on kickboxing? What, what did Sistema offer to you that you felt wasn't there from uh, other things? Uh, that's easy to answer. Mm. Freedom. Wow. Freedom. It, it really, uh, I was, uh, I mean, when it, did a couple of martial arts uh, you're always in this uh, dogmas you know you have you have your fixed techniques and uh, don't you're not allowed to break out of that you're not not allowed to to move free and uh, especially in the beginning or or the first three four five years uh, you you're always to you have to stay in 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 the line you know yeah and uh after a couple of years training in in wing chun uh, it was the, my teacher came and said okay after four years now we start we start making training the art and i was like okay what did i the last four years mm. so uh, and after that it was more uh Okay, when you train ten years more, you you can start to become free. Then you're a master, and you can forget the techniques. And so, I was thinking about okay, I trained twenty years. Let's say I trained twenty years some karate or Wing Chun. I I don't want to bother other martial arts. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, uh, but. Uh, uh, I trained 20 years in this stuff and then I have to forget the techniques and become free. Hmm. So for me, I was thinking that's going to be hard. So I, I need 30 more years to, to become free. Hmm. <laughs> and uh, also there were some, you know, secrets and, and stuff and, uh, my my shit is better than your shit, and <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know. And I don't want it this anymore. And through chatting with with Martin and watching videos of Vladimir and, and the first experience on the seminars, I was there like he he teaches everything. He, I mean, 
he he teaches he teaches stuff uh, on the sem seminar in the first five minutes uh, where in in kung fu I had to wait four years for that you know yeah <laughs> uh, to say it and and, uh, and he was uh, both Vladimir as well as as, as Martin both completely open and and not there was no ego and when I was asking do you work with this or that depends on the situation just move move free hit hard do what what's good for you and what's not good let go and that was for me okay who that's that's mind blowing i want to do that i want to learn that stuff i want to be free yeah gotcha so that's really interesting so uh, right away when you said freedom I, you know, um, I immediately just thought of the ability to improvise and just be free of technique. And you kind of talked about that a little bit, but you're also saying that one of the things that attracted you to it was also the freedom with which it was taught, right? The freedom with which the knowledge was offered. There's no restrictions or limitations, except maybe for, you know, how much you can understand at that time. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That that also that's also a, a very good point yeah uh, also the teaching that there there is no no hiding no i think there is no system of teacher who who has secrets i mean yeah there are a couple of guys talking in social media and, and uh i believe there are secrets in systema and blah 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 no no if yeah. you if you think there is a secret then you didn't see it you didn't get it till now but I don't think that Vladimir has a secret or Michael or Martin or every other big senior instructor. Yeah. Yeah. It kind of makes me laugh when I've seen that in the park. To be honest, I don't really follow the social media <laughs> chains anymore. <laughs> I did in the early days, but I realized that it was just a lot of people talking about something they didn't yeah. understand. So, um, but I, yeah, I, I know crazy. who you're talking about. There's a couple of key kind of uh, figures who split off in the fairly early days and, talk about how you know michael or vladimir have this knowledge but they're not mm -hmm. passing it on to us they're hiding they're holding things back so that we can't get good and it's like no i think you're just bringing that attitude with you from whatever it was you did before you know maybe you had another teacher in another style who held knowledge yeah. back from you and you felt and you you're still sore about that you know you're still upset and so you're having trouble understanding things you're not willing to put in the work and therefore you assume that it's because your teacher is failing and not you right it, the poor work yeah. the poor workman blames his tools right <laughs> yeah true true i yeah. mean i mean you you don't get anything it's like in every other martial art you don't get anything in sistema if you don't work your ass off right. i mean <laughs> you have to do it you have to work there is no no magic trick no shortcut just work train yeah and yeah that's it <laughs> Don't miss your chance to train with senior Sistema instructor Martin Wheeler at the four-day masterclass North Carolina, October 10th to 13th, 2019. The theme this year is Soft Work to Full Speed, a progressive multi-day exploration of fighting tactics, covering basic moving and striking, advanced grappling and takedowns, full speed knife and stick work, 
and tapping the unconscious mind in combat. The event is strictly limited to 35 persons, and advanced pricing is $650 for both days by April the 1st, with the option of a non-returnable deposit of $150 to hold your spot. Register online at ncsystema.com events, or email us for more details. So, um, so given that you feel like um, it's it's uh, either a, a faster or a more efficient or kind of a more intuitive path towards learning self-defense or martial arts, um, would you would you recommend that for everybody, or do you feel like, um, as you say, in your in your school you have the cross-fighting classes, which kind of maybe teach the other way around, right? That you teach some technique first and then you work your way towards combative applications and free flow and sparring and all that kind of stuff. Whereas Sistema kind of starts with a, a slow, restricted kind of sparring in a sense. Like it, it, it starts free and then maybe you'll overlay pieces of fine points, you know, within the things later on. It, do you feel like both um, pathways are necessary because not everybody wants that much freedom that soon? Uh yeah, for me, truly, it I would recommend Sistema to everyone. <laughs> yeah, but uh, it depends on the person. I mean, some some someone, let's say, one guy comes into this to the gym and says he want to train Sistema, but he don't want he don't want to go through. Uh, let's say the psychological uh, exercises that we have, you know, with striking and, and punching and stuff mm. like that. Yeah. Uh, uh, the other one don't want to train software in because he says, I don't know, that's too weak, that wouldn't work. So uh, the next one will come in and is is overloaded with, with that free movement. Mm. And I saw most uh, on a couple of students in 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 Europe. The the problem is uh, everyone wants to overthink everything. <laughs> when I say that right, mm. so uh, they they want to break down every little movement from from the head down to the to the. Uh, small finger, you know, and yeah. where do you start with this and where do you just move, feel free, enjoy, you know, mm. and that's, that was the point where I saw, okay, there are some guys, they can't handle that freedom in the beginning, mm. but they will work out easier with techniques. You show them one, they train it for 20 minutes and they get it. It don't means that they actually can can do it in a in a stressful situation, but they have some some tools. Yeah. And after a while you can if you if you if you good instructor, I think uh, then you can lead them after a while to to f get freedom in that movement. Yeah. I mean, for me, it was the same. It was hard in the beginning to start or, or find that freedom in the movement in Sistema because you, you trained for, I trained for, for 20 years, 25 years in techniques. Hmm. And now empty your cup and just work free. It was really hard in the beginning. 
not to do this these techniques and the body always falls back when you're in a stressful situation he always falls back in this in this kind of technique stuff because you trained it a lot longer than that freedom yeah uh, but if you're open-minded and say to yourself okay don't feel self-pity uh be patient just work and see where you get then you will figure out or the body will figure out where the techniques fit and that's the point where where the difference is for me in a technical style and systema because uh in systema the let's say a uh, armbar or something happens because it's, it has to yeah in this in this situation and in the technical stuff the armbar happens because you want to hmm and that's the different, but uh, I think it's just just uh, different learning pro- progress. And yeah. I watch. Uh, I also try and cross fighting to bring the people also to the free free movement. But from the learning progress, if you need the techniques, okay, then do this. I will lead you where I think that's good for you. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting because um, I, I feel like. That capacity for, you know, um, something that's, I like the way you phrase that, the, a technique, and you said an armbar there, for an example, happens yeah. in Sistema because it has to, right? It kind of falls into your lap and you're like, well, this is the right time and the right position and why not? You know, yeah. <laughs> and you don't, yeah. you don't even think about it. Your body thinks that, right? Your brain does, exactly. isn't even involved. It's just like, oh, there it is. Bam. And, and it happens. But whereas in, Maybe if you've started training jujitsu as a white belt, you're you're trying to make an armbar happen, and mm-hmm. and and what you're bumping up against there is that either the person lets you do it for training, right? They you know you go from the mount and they stay still while you grab their arm and pull them to the side, or when you start sparring it, that your very desire to get the armbar, right? You're grabbing yeah. the guy's arm and starting to pull just makes the other person shell up and grab their own arm and do everything they can to not let you get the armbar, right? <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. so you're not only fighting your lack of skill at getting the armbar, you're also fighting the other guy and his willpower <laughs> right away. Whereas, yeah. um, you know, rather than trying to find... But um, just to play devil's advocate on that, there's, you know, I think I was I was watching an, a video recently of, uh, and it was one of the Gracie guys. I, I saw that you've recently started... Uh, Cross training a little in like uh, mm-hmm. BJJ with the Gracies too, and I think it was yeah. maybe Henno Gracie, and he was just talking through working with a um, like an, a linebacker that he trains during the off seasons, you know, to keep him mm-hmm. mobile and stuff like that. And he was uh, while he was narrating it, he was saying, you know, with a really big guy like this, he's like nearly three hundred pounds. He's like, you have to allow the person to decide what movement you're going to make right you have to just follow him he's going to dictate the fight this guy could just bench press me if he wanted to so there's no point in trying to force him to do anything you just put Mm. pressure on that you see where he goes and then you you allow the technique to to develop out of what he does like your opponent chooses the technique and it seems to me that that's kind of um a high level principle and I also found this in uh, in Aikido. I trained Aikido for many years, and you know, people say things good and bad about Aikido too, and yeah, saying you know this it won't work if it doesn't do this. But um, you know, in my experience, people who are highly trained in Aikido, you know, you get them in, in the right position, they'll they'll rip your arm off, you know. So, yeah. so, and you, you don't you don't want them getting hold of your arms at the very least, you know. You can you can kind of talk about that. So it's um, 
and but the same thing is true in the higher level Aikido, right? You're not trying to force somebody into this armbar or force somebody into this wrist lock and make them do it. And the, the the principle, you learn the basic techniques that way with the assumption that at some point somebody tries to apply pressure to you, you move and your hands just find themselves in the right position to do the right wrist lock and then bam, there it goes. And and I think the the founder of uh, Aikido uh, or Sensei Yeshiba said, there is no technique in Aikido. The, the technique is born wherever you touch my body, right? It just like, that's where it happens. But the difference is, I think, that in Sistema, we go straight to that, right? We, yeah, we aspire absolutely. to that. We're like, that's what you should be doing from white belt, right? From day one, you should be thinking that's how you behave. Whereas in a lot of other arts, as you say, they're, they're like, okay, once you've learned this groundwork, put in three years, five years, 10 years, some Chinese arts are like, you have to work for 20 years before we'll show you the combat, you know, just you stand still for 10 years. And then once you're good yeah. at standing still, we'll show you how to move. Um, and there's this idea that you're not ready for that until you have a, a foundation of technique um first yeah yeah that kind of way but um i mean in one way i can understand that because it's you do also see people who train sistema from the when they have no other background like no other kickboxing no other grappling mm. and they find themselves in what i can see as a perfect position right and and they mm. just don't know what to do right you know they're, they're on top of the guy yeah. they have them in a perfect choke position and they just don't know how to choke very well and so the guy yeah. escapes or they you know they move their feet and they're in a beautiful escape and i'm like oh you could just hit the guy from there right but they don't see it and they 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 miss the moment right and they go and and you could over time people learn it and they, they kind of get it but it's almost like you have to kind of uh, explain what the possibilities are or you add precision kind of later or along the way have, have you found that with your students too do you do you have guys who have um, transferred from other arts and and see opportunities and then guys who just train Sistema and you have to kind of show them the possibilities or does that just evolve naturally for you no no yeah absolutely I'm, I'm fully with you uh, Glenn it's absolutely you have total beginners that never practiced any martial art and you you see okay why don't you choke him why don't you strike him why don't you kick him or anything else uh, I think that that's that's the most important part of, of a Sistema instructor to see that stuff and guide the people not teach techniques but show them in a in a movement way, okay, when you do your arm, when you lay your arm across the neck and give them ideas mm. uh, to to find uh, to find this these possibilities in in the work and to to find that uh, submission if if you want so a strike can also be a submission sure. and. Uh, like you said before, when when you have a student with from from other martial arts background, I had a couple of of, of guys from from Wing Chun, from Graf Maga, from boxing, Thai boxing, and Silat, everything. Mm. Uh, they have they have many knowledge about techniques, uh, but they are too focused on doing the technique. Yeah. So. That's also again an important part for an instructor to to guide them the the right timing, the right precision. When do you do your technique? The technique should happen and not be forced to do it. Yeah. Uh, uh, and 
like you said, with 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 Gracie Jiu Jitsu, uh, I I watched a lot of of interviews of of the Gracies as well and and Jiu Jitsu guys. For me, I found out that when you're black belt in BJJ, it's uh, I've pretty the same principle like in system move free and uh, fit in when 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 it's when it fits hmm. and uh, see the movement before it happens and, and stuff like that I mean Hickson Gracie I think he has a program now where he teaches uh, invisible uh, not invisible system sorry yeah. <laughs> invisible invisible jiu-jitsu yeah so yeah, it's it's pretty the same. Just feel it, feel yeah. it, and and do the right thing at the right time. Yeah. So you, it, it's pretty hard job as system instructor. You have to to guide everyone different. Yeah. But I love it. It's fun. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's just, the other thing I'm reminded of and. Before I, you know, moved here, taught martial arts and do what I do now, I, for a time I ran um, the learning department at the, the National Science Museum in London. And um, okay. and there we had this team of like 70 like college graduates, you know, they're you know, kids with, you know, science knowledge kind of in their 20s and and some like older too and their job was to go onto like the physics galleries or the galleries that um, talk about principles of motion and stuff and they had to engage kids and engage adults and not tell them how things worked not say hey did you see this thing this explains friction or did you see this thing this is how planes fly but their job was to wonder up and just ask questions and give them ideas for how to use the exhibit and then in using the exhibit the person figured out for themselves how a wing works or they figure out for themselves how friction works right so the, and the their job was called explainers right they were interactive galleries explainers but the the principle there was constructivism right that if you mm -hmm. tell if you tell somebody something they're like oh thanks that was interesting and then they walk off and they feel like well you have that knowledge but i don't uh, and you just told me something and and great now i kind of know it but they won't remember it and they won't see it in another context and they're probably not going to yeah. use that they're not going to go away and design a wing or or something like that yeah, whereas yeah. if you lead somebody to an understanding of something if you help them to see it by just giving them ideas and possibilities and then they build that knowledge for themselves then then they own it right and it's theirs and yeah, they can use yeah. it and it seems to me that's the same thing you're describing yeah. that we do as systemic instructors, right? Instead of saying to somebody, hey, when you're here, you should do an arm bar, definitely. Or when you're here, here's how you mm -hmm. choke. You put this arm in here, V-shape under the neck, close it off. You know, instead of doing that, you're you're saying, look, here's a few ideas from here. You could do this, you could do this, you could strike. And then the person finds their own knowledge and they find their own tendency, right? And then not only do they learn something, but they learn something that's more likely to stick. You have to... Uh to try out to experience things and what works works and if it doesn't work then find a way to make it work yeah well said yeah it's i've talked a little bit before with some others about how um about how system learning systemers can be a little like learning a language or learning um or learning musical instrument right in that you have mm -hmm. to kind of 
get the feel and then improvise and work with other people. But where I think it differs is that it's a, it's a body process like language um, and even music yeah. to an extent, they're very brain oriented, right? But with Sistema, as you say, it's more like walking or riding a bike, right? You didn't learn to ride a bike by, mm. uh, you know, looking at every motion you make from the top of your head to the tip of your finger. Like you said, if you sat somebody, a kid yeah, on a bike yeah. and said, okay, to pedal the bike, you have to lift your knee and then push the knee forwards using your quadricep muscle and then you know, adjust with your left hand. <laughs> and if the bike overbalances, adjust quickly with the right hand. And then, you know, if you did that, <laughs> you wouldn't go anywhere, right? It would be pointless. No. And so what they do is all you do is you get on the bike, possibly with training wheels, and you just start moving slowly, right? The way that you learn is that you start moving slowly and your body learns to adjust and to make adjustments. But then yeah. later on, if we extend that analogy, if you're learning not just to ride a bike, but maybe to ride a bike like a BMX and to jump or to do like a backflip, right? Or to pop a wheelie or something like that, you, you'd probably have to learn a technique, right? You'd have to learn the technique of how to make the bike jump or how to pop the wheelie without falling off the back um, and at that point maybe somebody giving you specifics or giving you ideas of how to do things will come in useful but the movement comes first and the and yeah. the, the the practice the repetition of, of something specific to add it to your toolbox comes later so I, I think it's probably more akin to just a body skill whereas i think people like to think of martial arts as yeah it's a body skill but maybe if i'm clever enough i can i can outthink other people right and um yeah. I, i'll me i'm different i can learn faster than everybody else because i'm more clever i've got my own method right um but yeah. it's probably not true <laughs> so you probably just have to teach your body to do it so. <laughs> Yeah, you have to you have to make your experiences and, and learn out out of that. I mean, wh when you try try to jump or, or make a backflip with with a BMX, you will uh, in the beginning uh, make make uh, or you you will have have problems in, in the beginning. Yeah, and you you will make your experiences and some someday you will stand it yeah so it's, it's again practice work your ass off <laughs> yeah well said yeah we should put that on the back of the t-shirt yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> maybe it's already on yours i don't know let's go <laughs> no, not now but it's a good idea <laughs> <laughs> so um so there's one other thing i wanted to ask you about i, I noticed you have um kids classes at, um, at the KKA and you have like a kids self-defense program is does that um is that based on Sistema or is it um like a separate yeah. curriculum which has like more standardized like karate style stuff no no uh our our kids class is based on Sistema uh, on free movement because I said I, I don't want to to kids are free Kids don't think. Kids just just do stuff, mm. you know. And I don't want to to break them down in in that in in some kind of techniques or stuff. So I want to to guide them through the movement that they already have. Just help a little little bit more to to make it more precise and make it better if you want to and mm. healthier. And uh, I mean, yeah, we have some some small techniques, you know, some, uh, f 
how to free your, your hands and stuff like that. But it's more more uh, a preemptive work with the kids for me, hmm. or with uh, Klaus makes makes most of the time our kids class. He's our kids trainer. Uh, it's for kids. It's very important to to see, learn to see things before they happen. Yeah, and uh, like I said, work preemptive. Don't come in the in the situation. Uh, if you see something weird happens, uh, maybe change the the side of the street or something. You know, just yeah, get a, a, a sense for for dangerous dangerous stuff. And that's very important for kids. And, and uh, yeah, if it happens, how to work? It's yeah, but it's pretty pretty much systemic. So um, so one thing that um I've bumped up against in training kids sometimes, um, and certainly I know some other people have when they've tried to, uh, well, run any kind of kids program that's not just a standardized. Let's do some techniques and then let's get belts and let's make the kids feel good about themselves because they did some stuff you know that's that's the standard kids martial art method there's it's kind of um, you know it's just kind it's kind of aerobics for kids that has like a little bit of martial movement in it but most of it's frankly not that effective in many martial arts right the way they teach um for younger kids especially um but with people that i know that have started systema self-defense programs and myself included i have a family class i don't have a whole kids program i just have a family class where parents and kids train together but there i'm i'm dedicated to showing them things that are going to be useful as well as you know healthy and and like good for the aerobic systems Um, and the thing that i bump up against sometimes is getting across to parents well, firstly, how how to train them effectively without instilling either fear or aggression. And some of that is taken care of by Sistema, right? The, the, the method itself that you get them used to fear and contact and that you kind of have them breathe through excitement or aggression a little bit. Um, but yeah. how, how do you get that across to parents that that's what we're doing? Because the kids don't sign up, right? The, the parents sign them up. So in the face of all these other slick programs that they could sign their kids up for where they get colored belts and... You know, it's and it's it's known and it's and it's kind of uh, secure in the sense that you know what they're getting. How how do you at your um, academy market to parents and say, look, this is something different. We're teaching them some real life skills here that are going to be really really valuable in a way that maybe some other programs aren't. Oh, that's a tough one. <laughs> yeah, it's. <laughs> I, f- I think I think it's the whole package. Uh, that the, in the beginning, the f- the first uh, couple of training. I mean, we we don't uh, we didn't make a, a, f- a family class, but I want to. I saw it uh, that Matt Hill also makes it, and it's yeah. it's very very good and cool. I think that's a nice. Yeah, it's also nice for the parents today that they do a little bit with with their kids you know yeah. spend a little bit more time uh the first two three times we we let the parents watch watch the training and uh explain pretty much every exercise we're doing and why we're doing it mm. uh and i think if you explain it for for what you're doing that stuff and the, they see that the kids have fun that's that's pretty much enough. So I think it's it's 
it's not one spe- specific part. So you can say, okay, we teach you your kids that and they will be, I don't know, Superman. No, it, <laughs> I think it's, it's the whole, pa- <laughs> it's, it's the whole package, the, the whole trainings package. And when, when they see how you work with the kids, how the, the, the kids have fun in the exercises. And when you explain the, the deeper background from the exercise, what, what's the point of the exercise to the parents, not to the kids. I mean, sure, you should explain it to the kids as well, but yeah. uh, with the parent, you can go a little bit deeper in it. Mm. Uh, so I think the parents will, will understand the benefit. Hmm. of of that and that's that's the the most important part because when i think i'm a father as well my i mean my daughter is is 20 now and she's hmm. she's uh, in ireland now wow studying that's great in dublin or? uh no a little bit outside of dublin and uh, I, I don't i can't say that the name of the city <laughs> it's <laughs> irish you know <laughs> gotcha uh, but when I think back, it for me as as father, it was important that my daughter in the training. My daughter also started with with six or seven with jujitsu, and after that, yeah, kung fu, and after mm-hmm. that, sistema. But uh, for me, it was also important that I can watch the training in the beginning and get the benefit of the exercise when i don't get the benefit of 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 the whole training as father then i will say okay what the fuck are you doing with my child you know (laughs) (laughs) but if if the trainer explains to me or the instructor explains to me okay i'm doing that because the kid should learn this and that and the kid should learn and this and this exercises i mean sure it's it's a little bit of work the first two free trainings uh but that's important to talk with the parents and yeah explain it what you're doing yeah that's that's good advice i think and, and maybe because sistema is more free form and and yeah. we expose kids to in some ways some more scary things you know with, with the yeah. with the contact inoculation and things like that sometimes that it's important yeah. for us to explain what we're doing in a way that perhaps some other martial arts don't have to they're like yeah he's learning to punch and kick a pad i mean it's pretty self-evident yeah, why sure. they're doing that so yeah uh, when i show them a technique every every father or mother will see okay that's a self-defense technique i saw it in Jason Bourne or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but if you, you do exercise like we do in stamina, like rolling, breathing, and um, moving stuff, uh, they don't get it get it from watching. Yeah. And uh, like you said, the the parents and kids up, and if they say, okay, pff, they, my kid is just rolling one hour, and I don't know why, mm. uh, they won't sign up. So they have to understand the exercise. Gotcha. Good, good advice. Good stuff. Hopefully, uh, other people, other instructors listening to this who are thinking about or already running their own kids' programs can uh, can benefit from that wisdom. Great. So, um, so what's going on for you, um, over the next year, Mike? Have you got any special events going on? Um, are you, are you traveling? Are you teaching yourself, um, in Europe? And do you have anybody coming to your academy, um, that people should be aware of? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, we have this this year our fifth anniversary of the uh, academy, 
we had the masterclass with Martin as well. It was a great masterclass, awesome participants. It was a seminar with Martin. So that's that's the uh, four day masterclass, was that? Yeah, yeah, it was a four day masterclass, and it was yeah. Mind blowing! <laughs> Great. Yeah, uh, we've we've got our own one of those in October. So Martin's coming here to North Carolina in October, <laughs> and I think he's got another one at his place in Los Angeles, right? So yeah. Uh, then yeah, I will. I will maybe, but that's that's a point in the future. Maybe we will get a little bit bigger rooms to teach, but I don't want to want to talk too much about that. Sure. Uh, we will make a, a big birthday party here in our city in Krems with yeah teachings and, and demos and training and have fun. I will try to make a couple of seminars in my own school. Uh, we'll see what I what I can do and everyone is welcome. And we have we have uh, one top event Again this year, we have in November, the 30th November and the 1st December, we will have Menami from Sistema LA. Yeah, great. For the first time in Europe. Uh, so if you want to join, feel free. Uh, 31st of May, the ticket sale begins. So it's limited to 35 Participants, very good Sistema practitioner, black belt in BJJ under Higa Mojado and Yudo black belt and Jeet Kune Do instructor and, 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 and. Yeah, yeah, amazing uh, guy. Yeah. He also, he also give, gives, gives hope to the little guys too because he's not the biggest guy, but he's, he's still lethal, you know? He's small. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's, he's, his movement is, is crazy. He's, yeah, uh, will be fun. It will be a seminar from from stand to the ground and ground fighting, yeah. uh, based based on Sistema and BJJ. So awesome! That sounds great. So they find out yeah. about that on your website. So that's conference yeah, academy find it on on the website, uh, our Facebook site. So uh, join us on Facebook. Great. Uh, there will there is there is the the link and the ticket link and so hope to see some of some guys from other schools again on on our seminar with Konami. Well, well, I'll post the uh, I'll post the links to your main website and hopefully to that I'll see if I can dig out the link to that seminar specifically and I'll put it on the show notes here so if anybody's listening on their phone and they're not driving in traffic right you should park your yeah. car you should tap the link and you should sign up for that seminar right away. So. Yeah, thanks, great. Yeah. Great. All right, mate. Well, thank you so much for making the time today. I've, uh, it's been a pleasure speaking with you, and uh, maybe you can come back on the podcast, uh, you know, later on this year. Maybe after your seminar with Manami to explain how that went down. And in the meantime, hopefully, uh, I'll, I'll get across to Europe and, and get a chance to train with you at your academy sometime soon. Would be awesome, Glenn. You're welcome every time. Everyone is welcome in our academy, and it was my pleasure. Really, it's I'm honored honored to be to be on the that podcast thank you thank you all right take care my friend thanks for listening if you'd like to find out more about classes workshops and seminars at nc systema please visit us online at www.ncsystema.com <laughs>